However, we don't want to lose great people because we're underpaying them. I would hate to lose someone who's really good over a dollar an hour. So sometimes when you ask your team, um, if someone's ready to leave and you ask that question, what can I do to get you to stay? And they say, I need a dollar an hour. Make sure you give them a dollar an hour. It's a lot inexpensive. It's a lot least expensive, rather, to um, keep someone than to try to go look for someone. Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. Hi, Greg McAfee here, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. And if you are a new listener and you've just turned in on us or turned us on, however you want to look at it, um, you can subscribe to the YouTube or the pod channel. Uh, please do so. Each week I put out some content that um, I truly want to see you guys succeed and run a better business and all that good stuff. So hit that subscribe button, turn on the notifications, and on every Tuesday when I put out a new episode... Uh, you'll be the first to see it. So today, today I want to talk about taking care of our team. Uh, our team is very important. Um, I put our team above a customer because without a good team, it doesn't matter how many customers I have, um, I can only do so much. So our team um, needs to be well taken care of. And um, so I will start with number one, the most important thing we can do is um, pay our people well. Pay them what they're worth. Um, if you hire someone in new, you should uh, make sure their pay is consistent with everyone else and every other company out there that's in your market. So um, remember that they say 26% of engaged uh, employees say that they would leave their current job for just 5% increase. Think about that. I don't know why my chair is going down, but my chair is going down and I got new furniture coming right after I record this. Uh, we're going to get a nice big wood table in here and some uh, bar stools and this place is going to look totally different soon. So, um, but anyway, 26%. 26 out of 100 employees say that they would leave their current job for 5% more. So if they make $20 an hour, they're willing to leave their job for a dollar more an hour. So I don't know why. Um, however, we don't want to lose great people because we're underpaying them. I would hate to lose someone who's really good over a dollar an hour. So sometimes when you ask your team, um, if someone's ready to leave and you ask that question, what can I do to get you to stay? And they say, I need a dollar an hour. Make sure you give them a dollar an hour. It's a lot inexpensive. It's a lot least expensive, rather, to um, keep someone than to try to go look for someone. 
That's for sure. We know that. So number one, pay your people what they're worth. Number two, provide them with a very pleasant atmosphere where they can succeed in. And everyone, everyone wants to work in a nice office environment that's clean, that's stimulating, good lighting, and safe. And But also, we employ a large portion of our team in trucks. And so we need to make sure that our trucks are the same way. Clean, up to par, safe, good tires, brakes checked all the time, oils changed. Um, shelving in the back to hold everything they're required to hold, and um, just overall a nice vehicle. Now, your vehicles, for a long time, I didn't have all new vehicles. I had a lot of used vehicles. Um, in, in the last five years, we've been able to just replace older trucks with brand new trucks and get them shelved and the ladder rack and all that stuff. And they look really cool and get them lettered and all that. And they're nice. They're safe. They're brand new. Um, but not everybody can do that right away. Um, so we need to provide a, a pleasant working atmosphere where they can succeed, whether it's outside, inside, in a warehouse office, wherever it is, it, it should, it should be under those conditions. Number three, we need to offer opportunities for self-development. That means training. I, I just did a podcast on training. How, how important is training? It's very important. And your team will feel valued if you give them the opportunity to develop themselves and you give them the resources and you give them the training and they need to advance in their careers just like you need to advance. Uh, in your career, and um, I, my team, my my uh, technical field team, my service department, um, we train on the latest, greatest of technologies. We want to be up on that. You know, if a new um, thermostat comes out, we want to know how to how to program it. We want to know how to operate it. All that good stuff. So, um, offer opportunities for self development. Number four. Foster collaboration within the team. Foster collaboration within the team. And um, that means that get them involved. Allow them to talk. Allow them to ask questions. Meet with them in a, in a small group or one-on-one -on -one or as a team. It doesn't matter. But get them to talk. Get them to ask questions. And then not only ask questions, but listen to their questions. And then answer their questions, and then ask them questions and listen to their answers. And whenever possible, implement their ideas or their solutions whenever possible because it encourages them, it lifts them up, it makes them feel they're part of something that matters. And I want my team to be part of something that matters because they... They actually, another percentage, they say that 39% of employees don't feel that their input is appreciated. And I totally buy into that one. That, that's 39%. That's even a low number. 39% feel their input um, is not appreciated. Number five, we encourage happiness. Okay. Okay. 
we can't make anyone happy, guys. We can't. We, it's not our job to make people happy. Um, if they're not happy before they get here, they're probably not going to be happy while they're here. Um, if they're having issues at home, um, they're not going to be happy when they get here. Um, however, um, if we're if we are happy and we're enthusiastic and we're extremely positive, and we have an attitude of that's infection infectious rather, and we keep an eye on um, whether or not our people are up or down. Um, so we can give them a little uh, boost when they're down and, and ask them, if, is there anything we can do? Um, but it goes back to providing an atmosphere where they can succeed. That's our job. Providing an atmosphere, the work environment, where they can succeed. Give them the tools they need to succeed. It's not our job to make people happy. But I do want to encourage happiness. Um because you can count on unhappiness spreading faster than happy. So think about it. Number six, don't punish failure. Uh, failure is, um, unless it's repeated time and time again, and we all know how that goes. But don't, we all make mistakes. It's part of being human. As tough as I am on mistakes, I can't punish all mistakes because if they're trying something new, they're going to make a mistake. I make mistakes every day. Um, the key to learning valuable lessons from the mistakes is that we don't make them again. And, and that's, what, that's what we want to see. Make mistakes so you don't make them again. So when, when, someone, on, when someone on your team makes honest mistakes, don't punish them. Encourage them to see how it went, why it went that way, and what to do different next time. And then move on. And, and don't hold it over their head the rest of their life. Uh, number seven, set clear goals. Um, another study done that 63% of employees reported that they wasted time at work because they weren't aware of what work was a priority. Now that comes back to expectations, um, setting expectations. When you hire someone in, they need to know what your expectation is and not just work hard, okay? Um, we have to set goals. We have to say this is what's expected of you in a day. The, um, here's, what, here's the week's worth of work. Here's what we want to accomplish. Here's what we need to do on a daily basis. Um, we take turns. We have different people filing at different times. And yes, we still do hard copy filing. Yes, we have a computer system. Yes, we have a database. But I still like hard copies. If I my, my system has went down a few times in my business life, and it's good to be able to have those hard copies. So that's that's me. But so we take turns. Teams, different people take turns doing different projects, so they don't get burnt out on you know, doing the same thing over and over and over in a day. Um, so here you got 63 at 60 at 6.3 people out of 10 that um, wasted time at work because they truly didn't know what the priority was. They didn't know what to do. So it's your job to work with these team members and set clear goals. And then once you do, um, Make sure the, that you set the expectation and that the goals are a priority and even the why behind the goal. 
Um, in today's world, it's good to explain the why behind the goal. We want to accomplish this. Here's why. And number eight, try not to micromanage. Um, as a business owner, especially the founder, okay, there, there are different... There are different calibers of business owners. Um, you've got the business owner who founded it, who conceived this baby of a business, and they grew it. Then you've got someone who purchased a business, they acquired it, they took it over, they took over someone else's baby. Then you've got the second generation that take over their um, parents or someone's business. And then you've got the third generation and fourth and fifth. And yes, it goes higher than that. So there's many different ways to um, be a business owner. But there are certain things that the founder holds tightly, being me, one of them, um, that I need to let go of. Because it is uh, micromanaging is not healthy. Uh, no one likes someone standing over their shoulder. No one likes anyone second-guessing them for every decision. And um, employees say they would rather take on unpleasant activities um, than someone sitting next to them micromanaging. And, and you don't have to sit next to someone to micromanage. Um, you can do it from an office. You know, You can do it from texting. How's it going? Are you done yet? What are you doing? Did you do this right? Did you do that? Um, but once you set a clear goal and you let them know the expectations and a key word for me is you trust them. And I was just challenged today by my board of advisors. I have a board of advisors meeting this morning and they challenged me to trust people faster. Uh, because it's taking too long for me to trust people, and trusting people faster will put people in production and and make them a viable part of your company um, rather than um, not giving them all the duties that they could actually do. So I'm learning too. I'm learning every day. I learn. I help you learn. Or I learn and I just remind you of a few things. Either way is fine. So provide your people with clear goals, then let them figure it out, let them achieve them, let them accomplish something, and even let them make a mistake. Everyone's going to make mistakes. Again, that's how they learn. Something else, number nine, something else is um, avoid useless meetings. I want to talk about meetings for just a minute because a, a lot of companies aren't having enough meetings. You don't meet with your people enough. You don't know your people well enough. You haven't taken the time to ask those questions like we talked about earlier. And your, your people are misinformed and they have no idea what their expectations are because you're not, you're not around or a manager's not around enough to keep them informed and keep them those expectations in front of them. So that's this side of the scale. The other side of the scale is avoid useless meetings. Nobody likes useless meetings. We waste, on average, three to four hours a week 
in useless meetings that that tie up your team where they could be out generating cash, that they could be out working and taking care of customers. So create an agenda for your meetings and, and have it on an outline and put a time limit on your meetings. There's a lot of times this is only going to take 15 minutes and we're out of here. And uh, start the meeting on time and then end it as quickly as you can. Why do you want to sit, sit around and waste time? Your time's valuable, their time's valuable, and um, it's not healthy. And it just creates it just creates a atmosphere of uh, comfort. And although me owning a heating and air conditioning company, and I did write a book, <laughs> How to Grow Your HVAC Business. Um, and I started off with $274. Um, so I am in the heating and air conditioning business and I am, my job is to keep other people comfortable, but my job is not to keep my team comfortable and to the point where, um, they enjoy status quo. So having useless meetings just kind of builds that status quo of not accomplishing anything for a period of time. And, and I can't stand that. And I hope you can't either. So just to review, pay your people what they're worth, provide them with a pleasant place to work, offer opportunities for self-development, foster collaboration, encourage happiness, don't punish failure, set clear goals, don't micromanage, and avoid useless meetings. And I think you're going to, um, that will help all of us build stronger teams and um, make the best of our time throughout the day and uh, just be a lot more productive. And uh, I think that's what we all want to be. So that is the Greg McAfee show today. Um, I hope it helped you and I uh, hope you can have some things to work on and take away because I truly want you to succeed um, in your business and continue to grow um, in your area and to one day, if you're not doing so already, dominate your area, your territory. So carry on, have a great day, and I'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>